0: Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grombacher and the time is right. Welcome to our monthly book club and welcome our author, the strong and powerful Kimberly Foss. Kimberly, are you ready to do this?
1: Absolutely.
0: Excellent. Let's do this. Kimberly is the founder and president of Empyrean Wealth Management and the New York Times bestselling author of Wealthy by Design, Five-Step Plan for Financial Security. Excited to have you back on the show and excited to be talking about your book. Kimberly, if you would, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and what motivated you to write the book.
1: Well, I'm a certified financial planner. I'm uh, the president and CEO of Empyrean Wealth Management. Um, And I just really want to show clients that, you know, you don't have to have all the degrees and everything to actually create your own destiny. I, I really came from a very humble background, and uh, I figure if I can do it, you know, I can help other people uh, do this as well and create choice for their lives.
0: Well, I appreciate that. So I think you grew up in California, but tell us a little bit about that.
1: I did. I grew up in a little town called Auburn, California, which is uh, north of Sacramento. Um, daughter of, you know, humble beginnings. My father was a carpenter. My mother sold Avon, and I was the youngest of six children. So, needless to say, there wasn't a lot of money going around in our family. Um, and, you know, at a very young age, I learned that um, money was a tool for choice. Um, my mantra is, having been, tra- having been trapped by, by, my, by my circumstances, I learned to believe in myself, And knowing that everyone has free will, I learned to create choice and increase abundance in my own life. And with that, I decided at that point to make a career out of creating abundance and choice in my client's lives and other lives, other people's lives.
0: I think that that's great. So what inspired you to actually write the book?
1: So I, I I really wanted to write the book. So actually what inspired me um, was to give others that knowledge and that tool to harness the gift, um, that they could create their own financial freedom and abundance in their own lives. Um, growing up, my parents always encouraged me to, you know, basically the message was, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. And I believed in myself. And so and. <clears throat> I was able to create that choice and a difference in my own life at a very, very early age, about 11 years old. I've kind of connected the dots about capitalism, and choice, and money. Um, and it's not to say that money is going to give you happiness, because that's we know all about that. That's not the, the the case. But what it does, it's a tool for choice. And so, uh, if you have money, I would say, if you have money, you have a choice. If you don't, someone else will make that choice for you. And just. You know, being raised, you know, and, and really kind of being, you know, pushed up against a wall many times because we just didn't have enough money to, you know, fix the washing machine, so they had to clean clothes to wear the next day, or, or the car broke down and I had to go, you know, beg to the neighbors for a, a ride to school, and having that, just that anxiety and that, um, you know, sort of that fear at a very early age really make a mark, made a mark on my, on my soul, um, and that, fat, that's where that passion comes from to really help to create that for others. Um, and, I, and I think that's a that's a wonderful gift to give to others.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think that our personal agency is is one of the most important things that, if we have it, uh, that w- we at least think or we 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 know that we have the ability to to strive and to get out there and achieve and to make something happen. And and if you're somebody who's not sure about that, you say, well, maybe I maybe I'm not able to do that. Giving somebody the permission to say, yeah, you know what you are able to do that, you can do that, kind of give them that great reputation to live up to is an incredible gift to give somebody.
1: Yeah, and and I think, you know, being raised in such humble, humble circumstances, I can relate that to others. It's like, you know, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I didn't get you know, mom and dad didn't have, it. you know, tons of money that I inherited or aunts or uncles. You know, it really was out of just really believing in yourself and, and really working hard and, and living in this great country, George, right? I mean, this country allows us the freedom to do whatever we want to do, no matter if we're a female, male, you know, a race or gender, anything. Um, there are some places in even in this country that if I was trying to be a financial advisor, I would have made it just because it would have been the old boys' club, right? right? So, I mean, I just think, and of course, in other countries, you would never be able to because you're just a female, period. So, you know, I, I think this is such a wonderful country for opportunity for choice, and that's what our Constitution gives us, right? That's why our forefathers came over from England to create that choice to get us out of those classes no matter what you're born into. I love that, you know. And I just want to be able to, to to inspire that and give that to other investors and to say, hey, you know what, if you have a discipline plan, if you have some tools here, you too can create that destiny for yourself. Because I did it, and I don't think I'm very special. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I, I appreciate you know? that, yeah. So wanting to give people that feeling that, and, and, and the tools to be able to do that, what else were you hoping to accomplish by writing it?
1: Um, You know, I just I really, really hope that people are inspired by this and that they um, that they do take this um, the tools in the book, because, you know, I I do have inspirational stories of these are real clients, um, five different stories at five different levels. Um, and then also we create the, you know, a, basically a do-it-yourself at the end. So if you don't want to engage an advisor or a trusted advisor and you want to do it yourself, here are some of model portfolios, here are some of the, the, the tools that you can do on your own if you're so inspired to do that. But um, I really just hope people take away that they, they can create that, that financial security and that sustainability um, that I desired at a very young age Um, and accomplish it so that they can have that that choice in their lives. And, you know, down the road, because who knows? We don't know where Social Security is going to be in 20 or 30 years. Um, So if you have the money yourself, you've got that choice.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. We certainly don't. Um, My wife and I were just watching the first part of a new show on amazon called generation wealth last night and
1: oh sounds good
0: yeah i think it's more depressing than anything else just oh, okay. <laughs> talking about how how so many people are, are growing up with a very consumeristic view of of what will make you happy and the idea that money doesn't necessarily make us happy but it does give us options and choices and i think that that's something you you're hoping to or that you did touch on
1: I did. And then also I think in, um, you know, it's it's part PTSD too for me too, George, because, you know, I I wrote this after 2008 crisis, which now is 10 years away. It just seemed like yesterday. But um, one of the most important things is once you have those tools and you have that plan is really to stay disciplined. And discipline is the key, really. It's the discipline to a very well thought out plan that works and both up markets and down markets and when you can get derailed and it was a crisis in 2008 um if you didn't if you don't have you know a trusted advisor that understands their philosophy right that's one of the most important things. is you do have a trusted advisor what's their philosophy and and have they gone through 2008 and and how did they how did they um how did they come out of that how their clients come out of that but I think that's more important, too, to be able to stay with that discipline, practice practicing that discipline for strong investment strategies um, so that it will help you to navigate through those very difficult and uncertain markets. I mean, we just kind of got a little taste of that like right, right in the last couple of months. Right. So if this spooked us, you know, if we had another 2008, that would really kind of shake your confidence.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt. So I know that that that, that I get confidence when... I know that I have a process that's proven that if I stick to it, that if I follow it, that I'm probably going to get the result that I want. So that's what you're talking about of of you've now given somebody the framework and if they're disciplined enough to follow it, then they can be confident and they don't need to. It's always going to be unnerving when there's a market correction and we freak out. But we know that if we stick to it, then we're probably going to get the result that we want.
1: Right, and and that's the most most critical, I think, besides starting investing early and and you know save it early, save often is my one of my you know my mottos. But um, staying disciplined through those difficult times really does help to create that wealth because when everybody's yinging, you're yanging, right? And you want to be able to make sure that you can go through those difficult times of of two thousand eight because they're going to be there. It is. It's just part of the nature of investing. It's not smooth sailing. It's not always up, right? There's going to be downs and ups. But that's risk to investing. So it's really critical that you kind of check back with yourself and say, OK, in 2008, if I was a 50-50 investor, you know, 50% stocks, 50% bonds, you know, and it went down by 20%, could I, could I, could I navigate, could I, could I stay with that plan even though my, my investments were down 20%? Not for a month or two. It could be down for a year or two, right? Could I stay with that knowing that i've got this longer term plan and i've got these you know i've got these longer term goals when you have that longer term plan you're at point a you know where point b is and and you've got that kind of map road map right that you do with your advisor or do yourself that has a tendency to be able to help you to sustain through those difficult times because you've got your eye on the pie which is plan which is point b not okay i'm at point a and then i'm kind of weaving back and forth you know i just don't know where i'm going um, and then the media does a great job of, you know, de- derailing us sometimes. Or we're also giving encouragement, but it's more negative than positive, right. if you just on the mainstream media, right? So, that you can really get caught up, because they really base it on fear and greed. That's really what they do. They base it on fear and greed, not on what your personal goals are and what your, you know, what your long-term strategy is.
0: No, no doubt. So we know how important habits are. So what habits are you hoping to, to help people break?
1: Well, the name of my book, you know, uh, is firsthand some, some of the pitfalls of investing that, you know, investors encounter down the financial road. Um, and the book, you know, is, is that's why I, I named it Wealthy by Design. It's because, you know, it's not you don't get wealthy in this country by random acts, right, or by just by happenstance or by, by luck or by my market timing. And I don't want to just, just I'm not um, discrediting the market timers. Um, there is a certain percentage of market timers that actually are successful, um, longer term, but it's like 3% statistically. It's so a pretty small number. You know, we're, yeah, it's a pretty small number. And to get that over and over again, it's really, really difficult, um, even for the market timers. So, um, designing an equation to have, you know, basically a well-conceived disciplined investment strategy. I can't stress that enough, um, as opposed to just being that, that stock picker, um, you know, when you have that plan in place, and you follow that with focus, you're not being distracted by the noise that, you know, easily distracts um, investors for the long term. So I mean, I think that's really, really critical uh, for success. Um, and you're you're really just disciplined with your money, you can choose that focused long term plan. And you can't, it can be sustainable in those difficult times when the markets are down, and when it goes up. And in the long run, which is really what you want, you want like, you know, you want to have 80% of your money there when you're 65 or whatever years old so that you can now, that's going to replace your paycheck, right? So whatever that, that investment is, um, it's going to create that drip in which is going to be now your paycheck for the rest of your life. So it's really, really critical to keep that long-term planning perspective.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. All right, so those are the ones we want to break. What, what habits are you working that, or what habits do you really hope that people build or incorporate?
1: um so i think i you know again in the book i i do kind of walk through my five fundamental principles of investing and so i think that's the um the habits i want to build for people which is the first habit is setting your goals and identifying your needs you know that's really important too it's kind of hard when you're 35 to say okay what do i want to do when i'm 65 or 70 right. or but it's it's important that you actually do that, even if it's going to be you may you may change that eight times, George, in, in the meantime, right? But at least you have a point B. And that's what I tell people. It's like, let's just set that, even if it's saying, okay, I want $10,000 a month after tax at 65. That may not be true at 65, but, you know, let's set it there. Let's create that plan. So identifying what is it that you want. Do you want to be able to you know, travel around the world? Do you want to be able to, re, you know, remodel your house? Do you want to create, you know, educational plans for your, your grandchildren, that kind of stuff? So you just, just and it could be flying in the sky, right? And we'll refine that as time goes on, but at least you have something to work toward, right? And I think that the second one is really, you know, the planning process. Really, how are you going to get that? How are you going to take those hopes and dreams and create that into a solid financial plan? And that's where, if you can't do it on your own, a trusted advisor really can help you do that and really focus that plan. Um, and and then and then it comes to your financial success for commitment. And I think that's really, this is the critical part. You know, you can, you can have the money, you can put the plan into action, but if you're not committed, just like a good marriage, right? If you think about people who are married you know that have been married for a long time you know you might you might have lots of people who you know but really a good marriage maybe a handful right right you know so it but it's because they've been through those difficult times and they've been committed to each other, committed to the marriage, committed to working through no matter what. It's the same thing investing. You've got to be committed to that. And your investment philosophy is really, really at the core of that. So it's really important that you understand what your investment philosophy is and then actually be committed to that in the long term. So you're not derailed when a 2008 comes along.
0: That's right. Well, I think that those are so important and so valuable. So... In, in addition to those five principles, what are some of the other main ideas that you really want to reinforce with, with readers?
1: You know, I think that, um, you know, writing this book was one of the, probably the hardest things that I do. But, but, but really reinforcing that um, those five principles um, is that they can create their own destiny, right? Mm-hmm. That their path to success starts with a plan and it's your path it's not anybody else's like I always joke with this is, you know what you know everybody goes to cocktail parties and starts boasting about what their the latest stock that they invested in how much money <laughs> but what they forget right but the way they forget is that okay well you might have done that today but what about the other ten that you lost money on right? right what is your true rate of return over time and then also George what your plan is and what your goals are are probably very completely different than what mine are <laughs> right so what I always say, this is one of my taglines, is stay diversified, stay your course, hmm. right? Stay your course, not stay that course, stay your course. And that course is completely different than yours, than than mine is or anybody else's is. So don't get mixed up in that noise or get kind of, in, you know, basically sucked into what I call the investment pornography,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> which is what, you know, which is everybody purports, you know, out there, even the media. So, you know, reinforcing the fact that it's your dream, it's your goal, it's your plan, and staying disciplined to that, and then having that advocate, that trusted advisor right by your side, and knowing that they want the best for you. It's not about patting their pocket, like if a commission-based individual might be, you know, it might be patting their own pocket, not, not really looking at what your best interest is. So having that um, that conflict conflict of interest eliminated is really really crucial
0: as well I think Yeah, well, I I love that I love stay the course stay your course your course I right think, you know we, we all know that we're not supposed to try to keep up with the Joneses but we all do it a little bit and some of us of a lot um, and in today's world that's a really really dangerous thing and the reality is that we all need to run our own race and stay our own course so I think that that's great advice um well, I know this was a successful book, but what tell us what you're most proud of
1: um I think you know obviously everybody would love to be you know on the new york Times bestsellers list and uh I was very very blessed to actually um be on be on the new york times
0: That's I think awesome. it was number
1: number seven wow. on the on the list, yeah which was really you know the cherry on top of the Sunday for me I mean writing a book is hard, but just then having to be on that – because, you know it's a it's a it's a very odd um I don't know, calculations that they, they do um, to, to be on that book. So it was really, to me, it was a God thing, I swear, because I really, <laughs> really, I mean, I am never thought, I mean, I just wanted, my goal was to write a book, right? So that was my, my goal of the decade for for myself there. But to get then on the on the New York Times bestsellers, this was just the cherry on top of Sunday, which was great. So it's like, okay, I don't have to write a book again. No, I'm <laughs> so I'm actually working on number two, so there we go.
0: Oh, great. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So, just kind of to degree wrap it up what what are you really hoping that that it will do
1: the book will do mm-hmm. um, I really really hope that it that that readers will be able to attain financial security and, and, and get the confidence to design a plan that makes wise investment choices and creates a sense of sustainability and growth for their money um, I want them to feel very inspired and to choose happiness to choose financial prosperity, to choose financial security, and to choose confidence. Um, and the most powerful word in the in, in, for wealth building in my in my world is choice. And that's what I really want. I want to them to have a choice, not be confined or trapped by their circumstances. Know that they can. There's there's a there is a way out. If there's a will, there's a way.
0: I love it. Choose happiness. Choose confidence. Amen. Yep. And any other advice to readers?
1: Um. Let's see. I I think once you've created the, the your financial habits and taking those five steps in, into financial security, one of the best things that you could do really is to engage, um, if you can't do it on your own, a really qualified financial professional advisor, somebody an advocate that who believes in what you believe in and who really is gonna be there on your you know, right by your side through through the thick and the thin, um and, and to guide you in those very difficult times. Because I think even the best investor or do do yourself or was shaken to the core in 2008 um and if you make you know uh emotional decisions during that time that could be really derail you from your financial security and and put you back long term so and the thing is you know what's the power that we have you know about time it's compounding power of a a dollar right so if we pull out in one of those times of 2008 and then don't get back back again again um which is what a lot of people did they just missed that and higher market, you know, turnaround time. So I just think people really um, should, you know, I recommend them finding a fee only advisor if they can, a s a C F P dot net. You can go look on that. Um, that uh, that's important that it upholds what I call the F word, which is the fiduciary standards of care, right? <laughs> so making sure, right, well they'll remember that, right? Yeah. So and of course at Imperial Wealth Management that's what we do here for the for for clients.
0: I love it. Yeah, I think that there's immense value to working with an advisor and an advisor like you described, um, a fiduciary fee only advisor. I remember there was a Vanguard study, and it's probably been 10 years, but I'll just say some years ago. And don't quote me exactly, but it was something to the effect of working with an advisor can add up to 3% to your bottom line rate of return over the course of your life. And so that's certainly. I remember that study, yeah. uh, I think that was. I think you're correct. yeah, Yeah, very, very powerful thing. So,
1: well, you know, Jack Bogle was, you know, such a, hmm. such an inspiration to us and all of us for the industry. So, I mean, I, I think there's merit to that. And I think, um, you know, if, if you can do it on your own, more power to you, go for it. There's lots of, you know, there's lots of education out there, but I would say hmm, even, even the best and the brightest, I mean, and I have, you know, a client that who's a, was the second leading orthopedic surgeon in the world. And, you know, even he couldn't do it on his own. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, Kimberly, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and where can they get a copy of your book?
1: So um, they can learn more at, uh, you can just easy way to go is KimberlyFoss.com or com, And um, they can get the book on the in either site as well, but also on Amazon.com. It is available through there as well.
0: Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Kimberly your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, but also pick up a copy of her book, Wealthy by Design, a five-step plan for financial success, and I will list everything that she mentioned in the notes of the show, as well as where you can find the book. Thank you again, Kimberly.
1: Thanks, George, and God bless you and all the investors out there. You know, stay diversified, stay your course.
0: Amen.